Christ is risen, he is risen indeed. Happy Easter. Welcome to the Rev Sarah Shears podcast, although this week it's Hazel that shares with us on our text from John 20 verses 1 to 16. After a full week of Holy Week drama and reflection, we gather rejoicing before the empty tomb, knowing that death no longer has the last word. So rejoice with us, or perhaps explore your emotions on this particular day. I hope that you have a very blessed Easter and you get to enjoy some chocolate or whatever takes your fancy. But also know that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. What follows is a short meditation featuring both Hazel and myself, following which we have our reading and then another reflection. Good morning. It's so good to be here this morning, praising God on this wonderful day, this Easter morning. But how are you feeling this morning? How are you really feeling this morning? I wonder if you are happy. Are you excited? Maybe you're thinking of plans later today. Family visiting, or maybe you're thinking about the chores that need done. Maybe you're feeling a bit stressed, studying for exams, or maybe you're looking forward to the week ahead, a holiday or some time with your friends. But how else might we be feeling? How about sad, tired after a busy week? This week here in the church, it's been busy with all the Holy Week services. But I'm sure you are all having different emotions today. And this morning, we will use a short reflection, a short meditation, to think about the feelings and emotions of the woman who went to the tomb on that first Easter morning. You'd have thought we'd be pleased, wouldn't you? Over the moon at the news that he, Jesus, has risen. And we were, but later, once we had finally taken it in. But at the time, it wasn't pleasure we felt. It was sheer, unadulterated fear. Can you blame us? I don't think so, for it's not every day you find a tomb empty, is it? It's not often that you go to anoint a body only to find it has disappeared. But that's what happened to us. Early that morning, the dew was still wet on the grass. The mist was still rising. There were three of us making our way to the tomb. We didn't suspect a thing, not one thing. We were simply going to pay our last respects. What happened next was a shock. It was shock enough finding the stone rolled away. Our stomachs churned at the sight of it. How could this be? The stone was huge. Who could have moved it? There were so many thoughts racing in our minds. And when we finally plucked up the courage to look inside, what did we see? Well, you'll never believe it. We didn't find Jesus. No, it wasn't Jesus. We saw this man we didn't know from Adam. Imagine our horror, our shock. We could scarcely hold in our screens. Who was he? Why was he here? What did he want? And most of all, where had he taken our Lord? 
The questions crowded in on us. Our minds were reeling with confusion. He may have been calm, but we weren't. We felt faint with disbelief, with confusion. We just wanted to get away as far away as possible. So when he told us to go back to the disciples, we were only too happy to oblige. But how could we tell? A tombstone had been moved and Jesus' body wasn't there. How could we tell them? There was only a stranger. A stranger telling us he was alive. He has risen from the dead and will meet us again. Would anyone believe us? Our words were hard enough to believe ourselves. Would you believe us? Do you believe? We believe. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. There's so many emotions then and so many today. But today we can celebrate and be joyful. We have a risen Lord, a Lord who died and rose again for us, for each of us. This lesson is from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 20, reading from verse 1 to verse 16, inclusive. The empty tomb. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the entrance. She went running to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. Then Jesus and the other disciple went to the tomb, the two of them running, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and saw the linen wrappings, but he did not go in. Behind him came Simon Peter and he went straight into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth which had been round Jesus' head. It was not lying with the linen wrappings, but was rolled up by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in. He saw and believed. They still did not understand the scripture which said that he must rise from death. Then the disciples went back home. Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Mary stood crying outside the tomb. While she was still crying, she bent over and looked in the tomb and saw two angels there dressed in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and the other at the feet. Woman, why are you crying? They asked her. She answered, they have taken my Lord away and I do not know where they have put him. 
Then she turned round and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who is it that you are looking for? She thought he was a gardener, so she said to him, If you took him away, sir, tell me where you have put him, and I will go and get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and said in Hebrew, Rabboni. This means teacher. Amen. As you can see, I have this glass with some juice in it. Now, there are two ways of looking at this glass of juice. Some of you might look at this glass and think it's half empty. Some of you might look at it and think it's half full. So what would you say now? It's empty. The glass is empty. So we've solved the debate of whether it's half empty or half full. But is this glass empty? I'm pretty sure that some people looking at this glass would say that it's empty. But guess what? Some other people might look at the glass and say something different. Some people might look at the glass and moan and complain because it is empty. They might be unhappy that there's no juice in it. They might feel thirsty and sad that there's nothing in it. But other people, they might look at the glass and see it as an empty glass, just waiting with anticipation to be filled with some lovely orange juice or some blackcurrant, or even a wee lemonade. So I guess there are different ways that people can see things. And indeed, there are different ways that people see or look at different situations. In our reading this morning, there were three people who looked at the situation differently. On the Sunday morning, after Jesus was crucified, Mary had gone to visit the grave where Jesus' body had been laid. She went to the tomb, but when she got there, Mary, she found that the stone had been rolled away from the tomb. So what did she do? Well, she ran. She ran to find someone to tell. She went to tell the other disciples what she had seen. She ran back and found two of the disciples, Peter and John. And do you remember what she told them? She said, they have taken our Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they've put him. And then on hearing that, the three of them, Peter, John and Mary, immediately ran to the tomb. When they got there, they all saw the same thing, the tomb, and the tomb was empty. But you know, 
they didn't all look at it in exactly the same way. Peter, he looked in and he was curious. The Bible says that Peter went in the empty tomb and looked around. He saw the strips of linen lying around and he saw the cloth that Jesus had been buried in folded neatly. His curiosity might have seen him say to himself, hmm, that's very interesting. Or, I wonder how that could be. What has happened? Mary, on the other hand, looked in and she was sad. The Bible tells us that Mary didn't even go inside the empty tomb. She just stood there and she stood outside the tomb. And what did she do? She wept. She wept because she feared that someone had stolen the body of Jesus. She was sad that Jesus had been taken away by someone and she didn't know where. And then we have John. John looked in and the Bible tells us he believed. He believed. So why and what did John believe? The Bible tells us that John went inside the tomb and he saw and believed. Now I don't know exactly how much John understood at that time. But I think he believed that Jesus had risen from the grave. And why? Well, perhaps because he remembered. He remembered what Jesus had said. He believed because it was just as Jesus had told them. Three days later, he would rise. Jesus had told the disciples on several occasions what would happen. He had reassured them. He had told them that he must first die. So three people, three people all saw the same thing, but they all reacted differently. Curious, sad, believing. Perhaps today people react in lots of different ways to the story of Jesus. But today, I wonder what our response is. What our response to the empty tomb. What do we see? What will our response be? We know the good news of the empty tomb. We know Jesus meets again with his disciples. We know that Jesus has defeated death and lives and reigns with God. We know the good news. So will we believe, trusting in the word of God like John? Will we run like Mary to tell others the tomb is empty? Jesus is alive. Will we be curious like Peter, wanting to understand more 
And then will we help build the church up today? Will we help to grow Christ's church today? Will we love and follow Jesus' example of loving our neighbour, loving God, and sharing this good news with everyone we meet? So to close the good news, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you and me. He is the one we can believe in. Death has lost its sting and we can be encouraged today. We can celebrate today and we, like the disciples of old, can eagerly run from here and tell others the good news of our risen Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast and I look forward to joining with you next week where I am looking at the story of Thomas, one of my favourite Bible stories and I hope that you can join us then. Have a most fantastic Easter celebrations and I look forward to being with you again next week. Bye for now. God bless.